In Acts chapter 16, we see the birth of the church at Philippi. And what an encouragement to us that God used such a uh, mosaic of people to start that work there. Um, going through life, you know, different stations, different backgrounds, different ethnicities. Um, but man, what a picture of the beauty of the gospel. Uh, and we see God still working that way today. Um, taking each of us and our separate past, our troubled presence even, but giving us all the same glorious future because of Jesus and the work of grace that he provided through his son on the cross for us that we can fellowship and rejoice and know that our hope is founded in him and not the work of our hands and not the well-being of our lives and not the uh, wondrous day that we're having but in Christ in Christ it stands Um, You think back to, in Acts chapter 16, Lydia, um, wealthy lady, um, multiple locations. uh, She lived and was able to do business abroad, speaking to, in that day, in that culture, just her prosperity that God had blessed her with, that she was a, a worshiper of God, meaning that she appreciated the things of God, but she did not have a relationship with him, um, Man, this just really hits home with me because much of my life uh, was an appreciation of God, but not um, submitting to His mercy and grace, not believing in my heart, Um, simply uh, (laughs) hitting a button like a like button. That's how you would describe the first, I guess, 15, 20 years of my um, appreciation of God. Uh, But then you see Lydia, uh, the Lord opened her heart to the things that Paul had to say. Um, You know, we see the um, slave girl that was um, cast, you know, Paul cast the the demon out of her. Um, And slave girl really kind of speaks to her poverty. Um, More than likely, um, she would have been Greek. Uh, just because of the you know the servitude and slavery uh, breakdown that was going on in that day uh, in Philippi, but um, and then you the last person in that story and, and not to gloss over I mean the slave girl the the girl with the uh, spirit of divination we don't we don't read of a conversion but man nowhere else in Scripture do you see God's people cast out demons that they don't want to follow this Jesus that just freed them. Um, And so, uh, assumptions are made, I guess you could say. Um, And then the last one in in Acts chapter 16 that we see is this Philippian jailer. It's interesting how Acts 16 just kind of lays out this framework and this, like I said, it really is kind of like a mosaic that we see because it's different people, it's different Perspectives. It's different stations of life. The last guy seen is the Philippian jailer. You know, Paul and Silas uh, thrown into jail, and uh, there's this guy, more than likely a retired uh, or end of his service Roman soldier, and uh, man, he's he's just working this job now. Interestingly enough, if he didn't do it well, he'd be killed. 
Um, so kind of, you know, thank you Walmart that, uh, you're not such a heavy handed boss or wherever it is, uh, you work that, you know, if you don't do your job well, they're, they're probably not going to murder you at the end of the day, but that would have been true for this jailer. And, and he's got these guys that they tell him to, uh, to lock them away securely. And, and man, he, he does that. Uh, and then some, you know, he puts them in stocks and this isn't like the, uh, the Massachusetts stocks that you see in pictures where people go, uh, visit the, uh, Northeastern part of our country. This would have been like, uh, put your feet in it and, uh, twist you into uncomfortable positions and, and, uh, yeah, he just kind of, yeah, maybe take out some frustrations and, uh, and Paul and Silas, man, they scorched him with their tongues and they told him off and they got on their Facebook pages and they were like, how dare you do this? No, they, they actually didn't do that. They pointed to Jesus, um, which is what all of us should do when grace isn't shown to us. We should still extend grace to others and not just in pointing to Jesus, but that's a pretty big priority for us. And so they they sang praises and um, and they they worshipped God and we know the story. An earthquake came and, and opened all the doors and the jailer, knowing the heavy-handed boss of the Roman Empire was about to take his own life. And Paul's, Paul Paul uh, notice this is what God shows us here and what we are to be about as believers. To the man who did not show them grace when he confined them, not just securely, but um, in stocks. What did Paul do? He he didn't have to, but he showed grace to this man and said, "Hey, you don't have to do that. We're all here." And so you see in this this chapter in Acts, this just this picture of what God still does today. You know, it wasn't Paul. Uh, it was God. You know, we have just um, laid to rest our longtime pastor at the the church that I uh, serve in and, and a member of, and and it was such a such a timely reminder for God to call us to go through Philippians um, because it showed us um, ever so faithfully that we could continue because the work of the gospel, the work of the kingdom is not dependent upon who's leading us. And yes, Paul played a huge role in the church of Philippi, both in its founding. Um, and then and by the time they get out of prison, they go back to Lydia's house and there are brothers and sisters in Christ. So uh, again, let's draw some connections and put some dots together. Lydia and this slave girl and this jailer, the only three that we read of, but by the end of Paul and Silas getting out of jail, uh, they are a family of faith, a church community <laughs> meeting at Lydia's house. And so, um, just as in my setting and my place that I serve here and in, in this laying, uh, to rest our pastor that God called home, um, what a faithful reminder, what a, what a, um, 
what a picture of grace that God showed our church family that, yes, um, you do not have this leader anymore, but the one who is leading and pushing and opening hearts to the gospel is still here because he is the God of heaven. And we are to pray and ask God to open the hearts of those that we talk to and deal with and that these messages reach and that the the word of God impacts because uh, he instructs us to. He reminds us that it is him that draws men to himself. And and so as we preach and as we teach, let us also be faithful to to ask God to open hearts, to for man to see God for who he is and who he should be in our lives and, and who he can be. Um, not because of our merit, uh, not because of anything we are or we do, but because of uh, his grace for us and his love for us. And so what an, what an encouraging thing to see that God still operates the same way. He uses faithful men to build his kingdom. He did in Acts chapter 16. Um, he has in my life in working and serving with my pastor and friend Charles Bartlett. And as we laid him to rest, it was such a faithful reminder from the word of God that we're not done. It's not over. Uh, Jesus is on the throne. He is alive and at work through us and in us and no matter what we're going through no matter what we uh, what what station of life we find ourselves no matter our background again the beauty of the gospel is that god takes each of us from our separate past and from our present circumstances no matter how troubled they are and it is 2020 i think we could uh spend a bit of time talking about our troubled present day. <laughs> but he gives us all the same glorious future through Christ. Um, uh, we're going to walk through Philippians here like we've been doing. Uh, this is probably the longest one because we'll just get it kicked off. But I hope this encourages you. I hope this reminds you that, um, that it is God that is working in and through you. Um, to uh, to breathe in that, to, to rest in that. A lot of times we get so wringing our hands like we're not doing enough. And, and certainly this isn't a call for disobedience or laziness. Um, but it's a call to remind ourselves that um, just as I, I once heard a pastor, uh, Ross Lester, quote that uh, it is not that God tasks us with building his kingdom. He invites us. To join him as he builds his kingdom. And he uses us to do so. So I uh, hope you'll lean into that, rest in that, and, and just um, encourage someone else with this truth. Um, what God does in us and through us, he also does through others. And he is working us towards a glorious future in him. God bless you.